Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line. Hi, I want to welcome everyone to my podcast, People Know Stuff. And today I'm really excited to have Martina McGaw with us. Martina is a expert in the area that he's she's going to be speaking on both at an individual level as well as a professional level because Martina is both a coach and and here's what she knows she knows about stepping into something new and confidently bringing your best so Martina welcome thank you happy to be here so here is what I think I know (laughs) And we'll see if this is true. And like you said, this is really, um, I think I have a little bit of experience in this in trying new things because I have started my career as an international event planner. It was phenomenal. And then I realized that there was more in the world for me to do. And I stepped into coaching and HR and consulting, which was 100% new for me. And even since doing that, I have stepped into lots of different pieces of work, different roles that have been new every step along the way. And then, like you said, I also coach people. I coach leaders and individuals at all levels looking to be successful sometimes where they are, but more often in what they want to do next. So here are the four tricks and tips that I have really seen work both for myself and for the people I've worked with. Here are the four things. The first pers- the first note is having a network, having partners. I think a lot of what we see out in the world is people being successful on their own. You see their success, you see what they're doing. And what I would say in my experience is that that person's success is the tip of the iceberg. And I'll speak for myself. I have a village of people who are smart, who push me and who I can go to for help. So anytime I am doing something new, there's almost always been a conversation with someone I really trust about it. There's a resource I can go to leading me to my next point. Having that village helps me be confident. Here's what I'll say about confidence. Confidence is you have it because you've looked at your past success and see it's generally a string of things having gone well. So what does that tell me about the future? If I were a betting person, I'd say it's likely to go well. The other thing is faking confidence. Fake it till you make it. I think there's a lot of opinions out there about that. I tend to think, unless you're saying I'm a doctor with no medical training, fake it till you make it can get you pretty far. Because it's basically saying I believe in myself to do something new and I'm going to exude that. The third thing I'd say is there's maybe some fake it till you make it. And then the other piece of that is really, really trusting yourself and bringing your authentic self even to things you haven't done before. I'd say that's been a shift in my career in the last couple of years to really say, when I bring my real ideas, my real thoughts, my real reactions to my work, my work is better. If I'm trying to emulate someone else, if I'm trying to pretend to be someone else, even if it's someone successful, 
it's not as good as when I'm bringing my true self to that space. And the fourth thing and the final thing is practice, practice, practice. Again, we just see the tip of the iceberg of someone's success. We just see the output. For me, I can speak to myself and for other people I work with. When we practice and nail and are so confident and prepared, what we're about to do is going to work because we just know it because we've done it and we're ready. That's when you see the success. So those are the things I would say I know about trying things new and just coming out strong. Martina, I love that you identified four specific things. And as I listened to you, I noticed that they all form, um, uh, you know, a, a circle mm-hmm. that they feed off of each other. Yeah. And I wonder where to even enter the circle for someone who's just really coming into an idea that they've got no ground in. Because you you say, go to your network and your partner. And if you have nothing around this idea, no experience, no one who knows anything about the idea, that's hard to do. If you, but if you were to be practicing it, likely you would be attracting, you know, a community people, which would also enable you to look back your point number two about taking advantage of um, seeing where you've done something and, you know, um, build on the successes that you've had and fill in with a little bit of magic faking. Um, Yeah. And then with that comes trusting yourself and Mm -hmm. finding your true self. So, I mean, it's almost like you have to start with the practice if you don't already have a foot in the door. Mm -hmm. So how would you tell someone to find a place to practice if they're really starting from ground zero? I mean, I might actually, I definitely see these things as a system. They absolutely feed off each other. I hadn't quite thought of it that way, but hearing you say that makes total sense. I would actually venture that if I look back at my life, if I, if I don't have the network, if I don't have the partner, there's probably a subconscious reason I put that first. If that's step one, step zero is probably building the network. We call that in my world, in my space, a personal board of advisors. So we think about companies are required to have people overseeing their business ethics, what they're doing, their fiscal health, all of those things. And we as people, particularly going into something new, should have that network. And it's not easy. It's not, I snap my fingers and I have a group of 10 people around me, but I have been shocked in my life how connecting with one or two people in a place that's new for me and building rapport and building trust has literally changed my life. Yeah. So I think if you're a new person coming into something, I think maybe step zero is building the network because then those are the people who can say, why don't you practice this? Why don't you try this? What is your success then? And maybe that's the critical step here because I'm not doing what I'm doing alone and I I couldn't be doing it alone. So that might be the entry point. Yeah. Um, 
and I still am feeling that chicken and egg um, mm. because finding somebody that even knows something about it, you know, where do you find the door to even knock on? Um, yeah. I'm, I, you know, what comes to mind is um, I want to learn how to speak and build a career in speaking, but I don't know anyone doing it. I don't even know how you would start. So I could imagine beginning with practice by perhaps joining a group like um, Toastmasters yeah, where people are doing it and then beginning to practice and watching for those who um, are good and yeah. asking them to you know, support you by, like you say, I like your idea of creating a board, creating invested people, and then, um, continuing to build the confidence by looking at, well, you know, I'm, I'm learning how to show up better around my opening and closings or whatever you would be practicing. And that, and then out of that, finding your true self, um, I really, again, I love all four ideas and it's a matter of, you know, if you can't enter on the first idea because you really know no one, right? then maybe try to knock on that bottom door of at least being willing to do something and perhaps be where other people are doing it. I, and I think that's perfect. I think that's exactly right of how am I in the space with the people. And I think so many of these things, they feed into each other, like you're saying. So I I agree with you. It is chicken and egg of how do I meet the right people? How do I build the confidence? So on and so forth. And heck yeah, Toastmasters is an awesome example of this is something I want to do. You still have to go outside your comfort zone and say, I'm going to invest in this either in time or money or mental space, whatever it is. But let me put myself there. Let me practice, practice, practice. And then let me also be on the lookout for the great people. Let me really put myself out there and ask people for Zoom dates or in-person coffee dates. That's, I think, these all meld together if you're kind of looking for what you need. Yeah. And I think our topic, stepping into something new and confidently bringing your best, you're not going to do that with your first step. Right. And that's exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Confidently know that you can grow into your confidence. You can grow into your trust. You can grow into being clear minded and resourceful enough that people want to invest in you. They want to be on your team and And it will require practice. It's an ongoing part of um, doing something new is practicing. And I I like what you just said, your comfort zone. That's a part of it. Um, Maybe that's the kind of unsaid step here that maybe that's the discomfort is I'm going to do something I haven't done before, right? That's scary. But then there's all these little things I haven't done before. I haven't just emailed. I mean, my mentor, I have a couple, but my primary mentor is someone I emailed to ask a question about moving into HR. And I've now known this person for almost 10 years. And that's the person I said, literally changed my life. 
But that is saying, I bring something to the table, but I have a lot to learn from you. And a 30 minute phone call changed the rest of my life. And and how did you find that person? How did you find that person? By researching, I was at an institution. I was doing my previous event planning job. I was looking at all of the resources around HR. There was an HR research center. And I emailed or called that line, got the head of the research center, and that was her. And that was it. You did that step one by really the first step was researching who is going to be a person that holds this knowledge that I can ask for help from. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But those people don't come knocking on our doors. We go knocking. We have to be able to say, I'm not there yet, but I'd like to be. And I talk to people about this all the time. People love being asked to talk about what they know. They <laughs> people do. love being asked, you know, help me with this, please. If you know, I think there's a fear for a lot of people that that is asking too much. And my life experience and what I've seen from many others is that that is exactly the right ask to be asking people. What do you know? What should I know? Where can I go? And I think you'd be surprised how many people are willing to help you. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe the first step is um, to confidently ask. Yeah. And, and you know, that point around um, getting out of your comfort zone, for some people, getting out of their comfort zone might be just giving themselves permission to want something different mm, yeah, to really explore a new idea. Right. Right. Kind of letting yourself daydream or see the future. You're right. That might be step sub zero. Yeah. <laughs> what do I even want to do? What do I want to research? Who do I want to meet? Right. Letting you yourself live in that a little bit. Yes. Be yes. really exciting, but that's hard for some people. It is. It is. Yeah. And in which case we could go, you know, back to step one and maybe go talk to some people about, hey, how do you figure out your dreams or passions? Yeah. And sure. Absolutely. Sure. Could yeah. I ask you a question? <laughs> sure. Fake it till you make it. I feel like there's a lot of opinions out there. I'm not really married to any other than that, you know. I think it has a place in time. What's your reaction to fake it till you make it? I'm on your team there. Yeah. I think even just smiling, regardless of how you feel, is transformative. Mm. I, I believe there's research that says that moving your face into that position changes your emotional mm. um, energy. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that um, there's a lot to be said for taking action without having to be fully confident. Right. That, you know, I know what I'm doing or this is how I'm feeling, but just moving in the direction of. So, yeah, I'm, I'm from that school of thought, too. Yeah. And what you're saying reminds me one of my favorite quotes that I think about often is action is the best antidote to fear. Just do something. Just try something. And you might as well try it confidently if you're going to try it at all. The fear, God, that's the most stifling feeling. That's the, I can't do it. I have butterflies. And I do want to say here, thinking about my work, I have that feeling 
often, I often, if I've taken on a new project and I haven't done that specific thing yet as a consultant or even as a coach, I have that feeling. That is part of it. But doing something, preparing, asking for help, practicing, that is what moves me out of that. I'm not sure I can do it to these butterflies are telling me I'm growing. Right. Yeah. Part of the journey. Yes. So we go back to that four step practice, practice, practice. Yes. Take action, take action, take action. Right. And it's either, you know, at the top or the bottom and it's a circle, it's both. Right. Um, and engaging other people with your work seems so important. I like that you stress that and then engaging yourself internally to find your trust in yourself and mm-hmm. continuing to, to um, sand and polish yourself so that you're bringing forth your truest self that you right. can trust and doing that by looking at those successes that you have and really leveraging them. Right. I had a coach I worked with just on and off who one of his primary theories in coaching is continuity through change. So we think about change as completely different than where we are now. And the reality is that when changing or when going through a change, there's certain things that are different and there's a whole lot that's the same. And that has really resonated with me as I'm growing into this new career. And then within my career, there's different levels of my career. There's different levels of people I work with. There's different levels of responsibility I have. But to say, look for the continuity. Have you been successful in all of these things? Were you a successful event planner? Did you build good relationships when you were 10 years ago? I did. So all of that carries through, even though, yes, of course, there are things that are going to be different in the future because that's what changes. But that has been a principle I've only tapped into recently. And it's also helped me a lot. That's a great, you know, final offering that you are carrying forward what you own, the stuff you know, Mm -hmm. and that that stuff will serve you as you try something new. And even as you're doing this new thing, I I really appreciate what you share that you'll, because it isn't that new for you, what you're doing now. I know that for Mm -hmm. a fact, but I really appreciate your candidness and saying, even now, you know, I'm subject to feeling nervous. Feeling nervous isn't an indication that I shouldn't continue to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And maybe it's the indication that I'm doing exactly what I should be doing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Stuff you know about nervousness. (laughs) Someone else is an expert on that, I'm sure. (laughs) There you go. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and your um, sharing of stuff that you know. Thank you. So happy to be here. Thanks. Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line.